Well, hello everybody. I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. Well, we are in the month of February, and you can walk through Walmart and you know what February means. Everything's turned red. In fact, December 25th, it all turned red. And I have had multiple conversations today and yesterday with all of our adult sons Mm -hmm. and and our girls who are still at home, mm-hmm. everybody wondering, what are our Valentine's plans? What are your Valentine's plans? Where, yeah. are, the, where are the kids going? What's happening? Mm-hmm. What should I do with my wife? What sh- Should I yeah. ask this girl out? Because it's uh, almost Valentine's Day, and you don't want to get stuck asking somebody out just before Valentine's Day and building expectations. Right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. And, and you know what? I think you just it's worth saying that there are a lot of holidays, both holidays in the Scripture and holidays of human invention and all the rest of that, which, you know, that's legitimate because holidays are meant to be times that we remember something, that we think about something, that we call it back to our mind. And I think it's a good and a healthy thing to take an opportunity, just like we do for birthdays or anniversaries or other things, to say, hey, on this day, we're going to think about our relationship and we're going to express our appreciation for our relationship to one another. Yeah, I get super frustrated when people say, oh, it's just a, it's a Hallmark holiday. It was created by the Cardin flower companies and candy companies. You know, okay. So what? So what? <laughs> it's nice to have a time to remind us mm-hmm. to focus on our relationship. Right. And I'm not saying you have, you have to do it that day or you can do it other days, but I'll tell you what. You better make sure your significant other is on board with either celebrating or not celebrating. Okay, so that is a really good principle to start with, you know, that we need to be we need to be communicating openly and gently and and as Paul says, to speaking the truth in love. Yes. You know, to one another and asking, you know, up front because maybe the holiday means nothing to you. Maybe it's very important to you and your mate may or may not put the same emphasis on it, and we really can't make an assumption, particularly on something which has an emotional attachment to it, like like Valentine's Day naturally does. So, yes. so I think it's a good thing to, to have some discussion and say, what would you like to do for Valentine's Day? And just to be open about it. Yeah, and it's important to, I think, it's easy to get discouraged when you feel like, well, you know, we don't really have the money to do anything, and so I don't really want to bring it up. That's not the right tack. Uh, no, no, no. And, and, you know, I think sometimes we eliminate ourselves from a situation when, when it's really not necessary to say, well, I'm not going to say anything about it because I can't afford to go out to the most fancy restaurant in the local area. But there's but, tons of romantic things you can do without spending a cent. That is quite so. And, and that's what we really, I, I really thought we ought to talk about here. It's a very okay. timely thing to say. Let's let's assume that you're going to celebrate Valentine's Day in some way. What are some ideas for things you can do that are not going to require a lot of financial outlay? Well, I'll tell you, the first thing is, do you have sitters or do you not? Mm-hmm. Now, sitters doesn't necessarily mean a paid babysitter. If you haven't arranged for that already mm-hmm. by now, you, there's not, not much hope. Mm, yeah. But do you have a grandparent they could go visit? Mm-hmm. Do you have an uh, older teen who's willing to take care of them? Right. 
you know, do you have somebody that can take care of your kids for a while? Mm -hmm. Because if you do, there's a lot of fun things you can do that don't cost much money. Like, Mm -hmm. what's our favorite Valentine's Day? Now, y'all are going to laugh. But a few years ago, Hal said, honey, where do you want me to take you on our anniversary? And this you, was a big anniversary. It was you know, one of the fives. Where, where, would, you, where would you like think, to go on your anniversary? And, and I think it was the 35th anniversary. Something like that. Yeah. And and what did you say? I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to go home. Because we'd been on the road for three months at that point. Because we travel a lot during the spring and early summer. That's just part of you know what we do in our ministry. And so when we have a special holiday coming up, the idea of a getaway really did not appeal to you. I didn't want to spend another night in a hotel or to go or eat in another restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be home. And so what we decided to do, and we've done this a bunch for romantic mm-hmm. holidays since, right? is I decided I wanted to do a dinner theater at home. And so we got a movie that we both wanted to see, mm-hmm. and we made our favorite food together. Yep. And then sat and, and enjoyed our favorite food together, enjoyed our favorite movie, and had some... Mm-hmm. Had some sweet time together. And, yeah, and, and that was something. See, that's one of those open communication things. What would you like to do? And that was not the answer that I would have expected from you, but that's okay. Because you know? I do love to travel and I love to see new things. Yeah. But it's just with our lifestyle, I was traveled out. Totally understandable. So And so if you and the way that we manage that mm-hmm. is the kids that still live at home either go spend the day and the night, because we spend all day long celebrating, mm-hmm. with my mom, their their grandmother, mm-hmm. or with one of their older brothers. Right. I think they're planning a game night for Valentine's Day this time. Oh, that sounds like fun. With all the single kids in the family and their friends. That sounds like fun. Yeah. And at one of their big brother's houses. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you've got somebody that can keep your kids, you can do mm-hmm. a dinner theater at home. Right. And you can, you know, you can spend a little bit of money and have a really fancy dinner at home mm-hmm. compared to eating it out. For the price of eating hamburgers out, you can have steak at home. I tell you what, as you probably know by now, if you try to try to get dinner reservations on Valentine's Day, your best bet is to have dinner at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And, and take out a, a home equity loan to pay for it. Because, I mean, it's honest to goodness, that is, that is a tough night to get into a restaurant. Some other things to do. I mm-hmm. remember one anniversary, Hal, yes. that we stopped and thought, what is it that we used to really enjoy doing together when we were dating? Mm-hmm. And it was hiking. Mm-hmm. And we decided to go on a hike on our anniversary. We drove out to a state park in a, a neighboring county, and, and we went out and clambered up and down the bluffs, down to the river. and uh, Yeah, and that was just that's, that was just what we did. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It brought back a lot of old memories. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really a blast. And um, and that was what one of the, during that particular time, we didn't have anywhere our kids could go, but mm-hmm. we had teenagers that could watch them at home, and so we left. Right. A romantic picnic is a good idea that is dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. But what if you don't have anybody that can keep your kids even for a few hours? Maybe they're too young. And you need something, you know, you need something that you can do at home. Don't despair. There's still really cool things you can do. Well, you know, there's things you can do that are that maybe just as simple as saying, hey, you 12-year-old child, will you watch your younger siblings and y'all watch a movie downstairs and me and mom are going to take the laptop upstairs and we'll watch 
more of a grown-up movie upstairs. Right. And, you know, you can get you can get them party foods, corn dogs and little pizza pockets and things that they can eat, right. that they would love to eat. And then you can do something special for yourselves. I'll tell you what mm-hmm. some friends of ours did mm-hmm. is they fixed, they fed their kids early, mm-hmm. something like corn dogs, yeah. and then fixed a really nice meal and the kids served it to them like they were in a restaurant. They put a beautiful tablecloth on the table mm-hmm. and candles and the kids put on aprons and carried towels over their arms and, and pretended mm-hmm. to be the wait staff. And the kids loved it. Well, now now that you mentioned the kids' participation in there, one of the things you've done at different times, which has been really sweet, is to take the opportunity with the with the younger kids as a school art project to say, let's make some Valentine's cards. Let's make something something to surprise dad or surprise mom or uh you know, there there's a lot of different things that you can do along those lines where the kids get involved in it and they you know, they enjoy they enjoy special events like that, even if the event is not really focused on them at their age, but they can be they can be part of the cheering section, so to speak. Well and that's something that I've really enjoyed using Valentine's Day to talk to our kids about what a blessing marriage is. Because our whole culture, you know, even in the church, it's like, oh, wait, you don't want to tie yourself down. You don't want to, you know, marriage is hard. Marriage is a burden. But, you know, marriage is a gift from the Lord. And so it's really been a blessing to to take that time and to say, this is, this is a good thing. That marriage is a good thing. And especially if you've got boys. Yes. To teach them that to teach them to make Valentine's Day cards mm-hmm. for their siblings, for their parents to show. <laughs> Hal and I started making each other Valentine's Day cards mm-hmm. many years ago because all the Valentine's Day cards were so gross. Yeah. You know the the ones that guys are supposed to give their wives are like you are go- a goddess, and the ones mm-hmm. that the wives are supposed to give their husbands are like you're really not quite that as dopey as I thought you would be. Yeah, they're just awful. Right. And so we decided that we'd make each other cards and we look for romantic poetry and all kinds of cool things. Well, and that's... um, And and it does our kids a lot of good to see that. Well, you know, it's like, you know, somebody has said one of the best gifts that you can give your children is to love your mate. You know, that they see that you have affection and respect and consideration for your husband or for your wife because you're you're giving them an example. You know, you're demonstrating something that they can aspire to in their own lives. And you're kind of, you're touching on something which I think we need to really internalize, especially as Christian parents, yeah. is that the culture is so cynical about anything related to the family. I mean, about marriage, about relationships between men and women generally, yeah. about um, you, you know, relationships between the children, about children as a valuable gift of God, all these things which, you know, God tells us these are good gifts that he has bestowed on us, and the culture just, like, throws mud. You know, it's all a big joke. It's all, you know, it's all cynical, and we run it down, and we talk it down, and and you know what? Our kids are looking to us to be an example. They're looking to us for an explanation. You know, how do I see the world around me? What should I expect in my life? And, um, you know, we need to provide that. We need to be intentional about it because 
even though we may have a broader context and, and we just kind of play along with this cynicism just for, for, for laughs, that may be all that the kids hear from us. Yes. And so we've got to be very aware of that. They that need is so to, important. They need to hear us being kind and affectionate and expressing appreciation and, and taking a little extra care for one another because that, that is really, really important. That's That's what they're going to expect to become and that's what they're going to be looking for yes in the relationships that they form later in life and so i i I want that to always be an encouragement so absolutely you know one thing one thing you can do that doesn't have to be expensive is um you can do there are some kind of projects that you can do together like for example one year we might have done this this might have been an anniversary but anniversary valentine's day same thing um I pulled out a bunch of pictures of the two of us in different situations, different places we've been and and such. They were just just pictures of of the couple, you know. And um, I got an inexpensive frame from, I think I got it from Walmart. It's one of these frames that will hold like eight snapshots. And that was one, that was a project. I got those pictures printed out, again, not very expensive, and brought those in and said, let's make like a photo montage here. Let's make a, Let's make a, a collection of pictures of just the two of us enjoying one another's company in our travels. Um, I've heard of people doing things like, um, let's each take $10 and go to the dollar store or the dollar yes. quarter store and order a thrift shop and say, yeah. what can I get for my mate for $10 and not a penny more? It's amazing what you can do, though, that is really cool that way. Uh-huh. Another thing you can do, and I remember doing this some when our kids were really little, mm-hmm. is you can feed the kids, put them to bed, and then have and make a really fancy romantic dessert for the two of you after they've, they've gone to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are a lot of oh, another thing I remember many years ago we did this. We ought to do this again. What we watched the um, video from our wedding with the mm, kids. Yes, and they were amazed to see us before them. Uh huh. You know that was really cool. They they just didn't. They know what to think about that. Just to see us when we looked like one of their older siblings. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good time to bring that or or the the photo album. You know, if yeah. you don't have a video, yeah. just just to remind your kids that hey, you know what? If things go well, you may be in one of these pictures yourself one day. You may be the bride. You may be the groom one day. Not many years hence. You know, what do you think of that? How do you feel about that? What do you hope for in those times? You know, all of those things are good questions to bring up with our kids. Just like when you're talking to your little boy or your little girl and say, well, one day when you're a daddy, one day when you're a mama, you know, and, and get them thinking into the future and thinking about the the character that they're developing and what they really want to look forward to in life. Yeah. You know, we've done similar things to as this on our anniversary mm-hmm. to just let it like our anniversary is not only something special to you and me, mm-hmm. but it's kind of the found, it's the founding date of our family. It's right. when all this started. Right. And that's something appropriate for our kids to celebrate too. Right. And this is when it started. And right. I don't think we need to be shy or embarrassed about showing our love to one another. Being sappy in front of your kids. They need to see it. They need to know that you guys love each other. It's comforting to them. Mm-hmm. And it, it serves as, as an example to them. You're like, I remember one time mm-hmm. when I was a little girl and 
I don't think mom or dad knew I saw this, mm-hmm. but they were walking through a room next to the room I was in mm-hmm. at our grandparents' house. And I saw dad reach up and pat mom as they walked by. Dad patted mom's behind. Mm-hmm. And they would have been horrified mm-hmm. if I had seen, if they'd known I'd seen that. But to me, I thought, oh my goodness, that's really cool. They're really attracted to each other. They like each other. <laughs> and you know, that mm-hmm. seems pretty obvious, but kids are kind of dense sometimes. And they, and you know, sometimes if they catch, uh, if they catch mom and dad in a smooch in the kitchen or something, they'll say, ooh, yeah, you know, but you know what? They file that away. Yeah, it's good for them. Yeah, it is good for them. It's a, it's a healthy thing. Well, you know, I remember one of the things that has been really romantic that was a surprise to me is when you and I decided that we were, we were going to put together this email series Mm-hmm. Called Lovebird Seeds. Right. That um, talks about how to, um, it, it gives you ideas, conversation starters uh-huh. and memory makers, things that you can do to, to build your marriage. And just talking about those things mm-hmm. and reminiscing about what it was like when we fell in love and when we were newlyweds was so romantic. I tell you what, and, and yeah, and I want to come back to that, but you know, you're talking about how you felt then, you know, what, what was it that, that attracted you to one another and made you, brought you to the point of making the decision for one another? Um, you know, it's good. It's good to remember that. I mean, sometimes we lose sight of it and all the busyness and the, you know, the struggles of life. It, you, you forget that once upon a time, it was a guy and a girl who fell in love and, and you're still there. Yes. But, um, well, you know, I remember now what made us think about doing that. Mm-hmm. It was when we started, when our kids started falling in love and getting married mm-hmm. and talking to them about our experiences and trying to remember, you know, what, how we felt so we could help them and realize, man, that's really cool. We haven't thought about these things in a long time. Yeah. We've been married a long time. Well, and we've got, you um, know, two, two of our, two of our adult kids are married and the third one is going to be married in just a few weeks. But, um, yeah, I mean, walking through that, you know, counseling, especially the first one, you know, to yeah. say, well, you know, think about this in your relationship. Think, you know, think, think about how you're going to handle these things. And you started to kind of go back through the memory and open up some, some books that hadn't been opened for a while. And you yeah. realize, wow, you know, and I'm still in love. And I just had forgotten some of these things that are really, really good to remember. So, yeah, those kind of discussions are those kind of discussions are, are a lot of fun, and I think they're they're healthy. Don't That's let a, your financial struggles make you not celebrate this time of remembering, this time of celebrating the romance in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't. You may not be able to afford to buy a fancy box of cookies, but you can make brownies. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that you can do. Do something to celebrate. Remember what the Lord did in bringing you together. Remember what you value about one another. Mm-hmm. It will really pay off. And we have a freebie to help you do that. Okay. If you go to RaisingRealMen.com slash Valentine, mm-hmm. no S, just Valentine, you will get a Valentine's Day printable mm-hmm. that makes a card deck of conversation starters and questions you can ask you, ask each other. And I, what I recommend is you shuffle them and you just turn them over and mm-hmm. you both answer that card. Okay. And... It's so much fun. It'll help you to remember how you fell in love and bring back your happy memories. And I think you'll love it. So RaisingRealMen.com slash Valentine. Okay. 
Well, very good. Well, we hope that you have a very pleasant Valentine, no matter uh, no matter how big or how small or how expensive or how budgetary it may be in your case. You know, it is a great time to recollect that God brought you together and he has blessed you with one another. And we need to express that to one another to, uh, to really keep alive that spark and to uh, re- remind ourselves on a regular basis. And this is just, you know what? Valentine's Day is just a time to remember it in particular on a particular date, but really is something we need to make a regular habit of. That's right. So let, don't, let the, don't let another year go by before remembering how much you love one another. Um, look, we appreciate you joining us and hope that you will join us again sometime. Um, until the next time, uh, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. Thanks. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.